Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are once again live, not at the Bear Cave Studios, but in one of the seven deaths of hell. I am your host, the Devil's Advocate. With me, my co-host, the angel to my devil, the good reverend himself, Jason Todd. Blessings unto all of you, always. Um, this week in history, 2002, in Philadelphia, Loki became the first ever Ring of Honor champion. He beat three people in a 60-minute Ironman match. He beat Doug Williams, Spanky, a.k.a. Brian Kendrick, and Christopher Daniels. And my other co-host, the encyclopedia himself, Blackbeard. And gentlemen, no one's accusing us of buying airtime on Saturday night on TBS, are they? Because Vince Russo is accusing AEW of that. <laughs> what? Sorry, what did you say, Jay? Not if they saw my finances. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So normally at this point, uh, I would do uh, birthdays and deaths. So I do have a few I want to bring up. Um, as far as birthdays go, it's a big, big day in wrestling for birthdays. A lot of big names on here. Uh, Greg Gagne. Uh, some guy, I don't know, triple something or other. H, triple Q. I don't know. We might have heard of that guy. I don't know. Uh, also, Matt Bourne's birthday. Only bringing him up because they did the dark side of the ring. Um, Shannon Moore, Dolph Ziggler, Adam Page. So a lot of lot of big names celebrating birthdays today. And there is um, one death I do want to bring up for sure um, because he's a big. Um, I'm a big fan of his. Always, um, his name was it was Gordon Soley. And if you don't know who Gordon Soley is, shame on you. Uh, he's the Walter Cronkite of wrestling, one of the best announcers ever. Um, if you want to check him out on YouTube, Georgia Championship Wrestling, Florida Championship Wrestling, uh, Southeast Championship Wrestling, late WCW. Um, he's the one Jim Ross and uh, Lance Russell, all of them modeled themselves after him. So I just wanted to bring that up because uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling, as I've mentioned before, is always one of my favorite shows. And uh, he was a great big part of it. So in 2000, we lost uh, Gordon Sully. So I just wanted to bring that up. So moving on to current news, we have SummerSlam Fest uh, Mania coming up. And uh, it's the encyclopedia's turn on the on the uh, merry-go-round. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you picked? And we can get to it. Okay. Yeah, so I... Uh, Picked a match from 2013 SummerSlam. So for those of you that watch on Peacock, that is season 26. Uh, I want you to jump to the two-hour, eight-minute, 36-second mark. And while you're doing that, I'll give you a little bit of a background as to why I chose this match, as well as the match itself. Um, so this is also your chance to go get a drink, get a beverage, crack open a cold one, and what have you, because you know this will take a few minutes. Haha. Ha. Um now, in all seriousness, this is not my number one SummerSlam match of all time, but we, Stevie G and I, did my number one match, which is the Bret Hart Steel cage match with Owen Hart a long time ago, and probably just about every other SummerSlam match, I would have recommended Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect. I'm not sure if we did Shawn Michaels versus Triple H, so uh, I wanted to search long and hard, and I wanted something a little bit newer than what everyone else chose, just because we always seem to go to the 80s and 90s when we're picking a lot of this stuff. Um, and I came across this match. Uh, this is one of two on at the 20, 
13 SummerSlam that was under consideration. And I chose the championship match between John Cena and Daniel Bryan. And just a little history. The Royal General Manager, here's a name we haven't heard in a while and probably won't hear much of ever again, Brad Maddox. You remember Brad Maddox, guys? <laughs> I know him I know him from another video. Yeah, I was going to I was going to joke about that. He he's he's more well known for a certain video with a certain uh AEW superstar right now. Um anyway. Uh, <laughs> Jason's just like uh, you just Her name rhymes with rage maybe. <laughs> Back then. Um so anyway, he announced that John Cena would choose his own SummerSlam uh, opponent. And and I was on the July 15th episode of Raw. And after taking an informal poll of the live audience, he chose Daniel Bryan. I mean, that was basically the, the gist of it. Um, yeah, Triple H ended up the special guest referee. And we, for those of you that don't know the history, we'll just stop right there. Because uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll probably get through the whole aftermath. So now you had a chance to get to 208.36 on season 26. I'm going to say 3, 2, 1, and play. When I say play, you hit play and enjoy. Ready? You guys ready? I'm always ready. All right. All right. It's not true, but I am this. That's what she said. No. Um, uh, 3, 2, 1, play. Getting of the short hair Triple H era, uh, early into the short hair Triple H era. A rare uh, face versus face match, too. Very Didn't true. get a lot of those. Good catch. Triple H has no hair, Daniel Bryan has too much hair. <laughs> I don't even... Was the yes movement even really in effect at this point? I don't think so. Uh, oh, there's this, a bunch of yeah. yes signs all over the place. Yeah, and all, right, doing it take, now. all right, I can take that back. <laughs> yeah. if, if it's not in full effect, I don't know what that would look like. I don't think they called it that officially yet. True. Or they were just starting to call it that. Maybe that name was just catching up. Catching yeah, that's, on, but... uh, that's an interesting question. Where are we at in the yes movement? Uh, arguably, the yes movement's started at that Wrestlemania when he lost in what, 18 seconds mm. oh yeah 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 you're right good call what was that Wrestlemania 28 I believe I think so and I think this was after Wrestlemania 29 so this is like a year and a half later here comes Rob's all time favorite This is also after the Team Hell No stuff. Yeah, I believe so, yes. This might be also the first time that the two people in the main event had boring ass white t shirts with just some words on it as their main t shirt being sold. The champ is here. Is he pointing to his junk? Uh, No, that would be the title belt. Well, when he's not wearing the belt, though. Uh, Yeah, there's a belt printed on the shirt. Oh, that's right. 
Somebody thought of that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Cheers to them for having good quality control. Right. Like, oh, wait. You want to sell this to kids? Hold on. <laughs> Imagine if they forgot that. The champ is here in the point. <laughs> oh, his shirt is the beard is here. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. You know, I think the week before, Daniel Brown, he cut one of them better promos that he had in the company on John Cena. I think mm. it's the one um, where he talked about being in Japan and the wrestlers slapping each other as a sign of respect during a match, like a hard-fought match or something, and he was saying how much he did not respect John Cena as a wrestler. I think I need to give up my encyclopedia moniker because lately you guys have been killing it while I'm like, huh? What? Hey! <laughs> You'll always be the encyclopedia. Yeah, mm. we're just filling it'll, in while you were on vacation. That's it'll all. just become ironic after a while. <laughs> we call him the encyclopedia, but he knows absolutely nothing. <laughs> I was going to say, Jason, this has been going on long before I went on vacation. <laughs> but that sure is really ugly. They both are, if you think about it. It's also very different in comparison to all his other shirts. Well, it's baggy, too. Like, it doesn't even seem like it fits right. Oh, yeah. They totally just gave it to him off the shelf. They're like, uh, where it is? And gave him a Mark Henry shirt or something. <laughs> <laughs> they only had XLs or double XLs. Here, just put this on. All right. This shirt's not going to sell. We only made two of them. Yeah. I just realized Triple H has got, like, his pants tucked into his boots. <laughs> it looks really? Like, it looks terrible. Well, now I'm going to be staring at his feet the whole match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he does. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his elbow's got the freaking grapefruit in it. Yeah, he's fine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I believe this is this match is like ten years old this year already. Doesn't feel like that long ago. No. But it also feels like forever ago in some ways. We were talking about it before you came on that like I don't remember CM Punk and Brock Lesnar fighting. I don't remember that match at all. So I'm actually I was talking to Jason about this. My proposal is for next week we actually put it to a vote for the one last watch along. For SummerSlam and this and the Punk Brock Lesnar match be one of the choices we could put it on social media. I would like. That means Freddie, you're gonna have to do some work. No, oh. oh, forget it. Are they gonna put it on, on X, whatever it's called? 
We could do it on Instagram, which that I could actually control. We could also do Twitter. I don't know. Um, I, I think we should go with Instagram. Okay. I'm feeling, uh, unless you want the army of um, sex account bots that follow me to vote on that match, which I mean, cool. Whatever. Hey, look, sex bots should be able to vote. We don't discriminate on this That's show. Right. Now, I want to know why the Reverend is being followed by sex bots. Because you can't get humans? I had wow. a human. You know... <laughs> truly, truly, this must be like the fifth circle. <laughs> I, w- I was thinking third, but I'll go third with fifth. <laughs> Surly comments. The third circle. Hey, are you guys hot? It's not hot for me at all. I feel pretty good. Oh, I bet. Yeah, here I'm just like, oof. sweating. I'm okay now, but and I have my nice big jug of water here, so that helps. Half the size of your body. I know, man. Yeah, the, the ocean call. They want their water back. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <sighs> Rob's like, water. Who, drink, who drinks that? Water. Water. <laughs> that is truly the devil's, not the devil's drink. Not the devil's <laughs> You, my friend, are not someone that strikes me as a person that drinks the devil's drink very often either. You're not much of a drinker. No, I just mess with the people who do. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> why is he screaming in pain already? He hasn't really done anything yet. I think it's, I think it's the elbow. <laughs> no, this is what John Cena looked like when he was trying to get away from Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> See, that looks like that looked like John Cena in prison. Is what that looked like. Pretty vicious. I love John Cena does that and he looks all guilty. Like, dude, you plan to do that, all right? I didn't know it would hurt that much. He's like, he's like, I stole a cookie and I got caught. Every time I look at Triple H now, I look at his boots. <laughs> what is wrong with him? Why did he do that? Ouch. He's always funny as a referee because looks so disinterested and it's just because of his the way his face is he just looks like he doesn't care what any of them are doing even though he clearly cares what's going on like, he moves fast he goes to the pin he goes to the count really fast but if you look at his face he's like oh yeah whatever mm-hmm. suplex on the outside 
mixed crowd. People can't decide who they want to cheer for. Mm. Batista bomb there. Did either one of you see that spot this week on Dynamite with um, when Swerve and with Swerve and Darby Allen? It's like the weird barrel roll cartwheely thing into on the apron. Oh no, no, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Part. There's a, a spot. Um, I think it was like a Death Valley driver from the top rope. Whoa! Darby Allen land. I'm like they they're gonna they're trying to kill Darby Allen. I guess uh, I guess that move wasn't on the ban list. I I'd say it should have right. been. I was like, "This is a TV match, man. Why are you doing this to this poor guy?" It's just interesting to see the evolution. Like at this point, you know, we're watching like a like power bombs being the biggest move, and now we're getting like. Body slams on the the apron, pile drivers on the apron, like it. Cert- it certainly got way more dangerous. Yeah, and that's only ten years. That's what I'm saying. I mean, look what's happened. And I'm really not. I mean, I'm I'm really trying to figure out how these guys are going to last into their forties. Like Darby Allen's going to be crippled at some point if they don't settle him down and stop doing these crazy spots, especially on a, like I said, a TV match. I mean, if you're going to do something like that, save it for a pay-per-view. Yeah. Not a random Wednesday. Then Rampage. Mm. Whoa, he's going to miss. Duck. And here comes the some of the worst offense ever. Oh, come on, that's just his inner ultimate warrior right there. Oh. Well, except it's for right part. up there. John Cena is our, our generation's ultimate warrior. Hmm. Come on, man. Come on. You don't think this is the worst offense you've ever seen? Uh, Those sad-ass shoulder think, blocks? I think it gets a uh, worse rap. It's right up there with the people's elbow. The most electrifying move in sports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only one I ever liked is when he has the dress shoes on and he and he slid halfway across the ring. Yeah. That was a great one. That was great. <laughs> that and I always enjoyed um the one where the Undertaker sat up and so he just stopped what he was doing and kicked him back down and then hit the elbow. <laughs> I say hit the elbow like it ever actually landed. Hmm. Ouch. Look at that bruise on Daniel Bryan's arm. Mm. That's going to hurt. Triple H giving a fair three count. Well, well, two count, but so. Falling it right down the middle. Mm. 
Just look at Cena's eye. He looks like he's gonna have a black eye when this is over. Yeah, I remember him getting having a black eye at the end of this one. pretty crazy these two could have been brother-in-laws mm. you know for all we know they could have hit the same no, never mind <laughs> or not no <laughs> that's exactly what i was trying to get at <laughs> pretty, i think by this point there were some pretty stark differences between the two sisters i don't think there were <laughs> yeah, let's just say there wouldn't, be any, there wouldn't be any mistakes made Implants. Yep. Although I think Brie now has had some work done now that she's not planning to have any more. Mm. If they have what, two kids? Three now? Uh, two. Two, I think. As Bobby Heaney would say, one of each. Right, it's... um. I forget what they're Birdie and something else. Birdie and uh, Buddy. Sounds like a kid's show. I'm surprised that you knew that. I don't know why I remember Birdie. I didn't never knew the other kid's name. But because I thought Birdie was just the stupidest name I ever heard. Should hook that kid up with Apple. Uh, I was Alpro. gonna. I was a. I was gonna say dumber than Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Apple Martin, whatever that kid's name is. And then uh, Moxie Crime Fighter can show up, too. Who is Moxie Crime Yeah, who the hell is that? That's uh, Jason Lee. Really? That's hmm. his kid's name. What and then uh, traditional names like Blanket? Nicholas Cage named his kid Kal-El. Yeah, that was no surprise. Although at least Kal-El can just be Cal. Yeah, I actually don't have a problem with Kal-El, like you said, because it couldn't be shortened. But mm. I have a buddy who I always... Uh, you know what I never understood about this? Could you just bite him? It's not um, actually in his mouth. Not though. like that, yeah. Actually, That's the, on his nose. Actually, the thing that drove me nuts about this, and I guess this is because of the Benoit effect, Nobody went under the chin and pulled back after a while, which I think would have been more painful. It was always over the mouth or nose. Yeah. Now we could bite him.
Sorry for the uh, technical difficulties, folks. We're just going to keep going because we're watching a match. <laughs> we're not going to pause the match. They don't stop, and neither will we. <laughs> Who are you, Edge? Said. I don't know. I guess. But Why is it incredible? Uh, Daniel Bryan weighs like 10 pounds. I think doing that when getting choked out is, is still incredible. You can't breathe in theory. Picking things up is still difficult. Uh-huh. Ouch. Yeah, what the hell was that? That could have ended bad, though. If Daniel Bryan gets hurt, do we blame Seth Rollins? <laughs> or or is it Lana? Uh, Fireman's carry. Call it what it is. I'll see. We can blame Daniel Bryan for kicking out of finishers. Asshole. I wonder when that started. I'm trying to think now. Because, I mean, when Hulk Hogan, Hogan. like drop, you never kicked out of the leg drop. No, but he kicked out of everyone else's legs. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he kicked out of everything. Exactly. Do you think it was him? But it was only him, right? I mean, right. you didn't kick out anybody else. Like, you didn't. Well, then Warrior kick... kicked out of the leg drop. No, he didn't. That was a big deal. He didn't kick out of the leg he... drop? In that no, he Hulk... never hit him with Hogan it. Hogan missed. missed it. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Hogan kicked out of his. Yeah. Um, Brother. I'm trying. I'm talking more widespread. I think you're right with Hogan, but like, who, when did it start being okay for everyone else to do I think it? It was an attitude error thing. Hmm. I mean, no one I kicked out like, of the stunner. Um, oh, I think the Rock, Rock did. did. Angle very famously kicked out of like four of them in a match. Hmm. So you're thinking like mid '90s, late '90s, uh, late, late '90s, early aughts. All right, I can go with that. That sounds reasonable. But it wasn't as prevalent either. It's like well, yeah, now, now I mean, well, I mean, back then too, the DDT was a finishing move, not a uh, everyday occurrence. Right. Well, yes and no. That was always weird to me. Like for some people, it was a transition move, and then for some people, it was a finisher. And it just depended on who was hitting the DDT. Mm. Rock never won a match with a DDT. He always hit one. Here comes the head injury. I gotta say, Triple H is playing the role of a referee here so well because you forget he's even there until it's time to count. Well, he leaves his mark. Well, yeah. Yes, he does, but I mean, it's just like, it's I do get annoyed sometimes now when the referees are such a big part of, of it and 
have no idea who you're talking about. <coughs> Aubrey Edwards. You know, if it was just her, if it was just her, that would be one thing. But it's not. I know. Like, and maybe I'm thinking about. I could be sugarcoating and the past too, because Nick Patrick. We all know who Nick Patrick is. We all know who Charles Robinson is. Mm-hmm. We all know who Teddy Long is. Like, they were the clearly. Hebners. We know the Hebners. Danny Davis. Well, yeah, there's an example. <laughs> Danny Davis. <laughs> hey, he was involved in an angle. <laughs> That's an understatement. Tim White. Mm. We all know these guys, so I guess maybe I'm just getting becoming more of a curmudgeon as I get older. Not you. I saw some grays. Jesus. Yeah, I saw some grays when I said I do. No, I'm just kidding. Hammer and anvil elbows. I like how Danny Bryan's arms were like waving. Ooh, uh, he Styles Clash. Nope. He almost dropped. On, he almost hit him on. Dropped him on his head though. On that, that was that was risky. Holy dragged shit. Dragged him too. Fuck. So he dragged him a bit. His forehead was definitely scraping the mat. Right. be the only decent STF he's ever applied. He got the damn rope. <laughs> His fucking boots <laughs> with the pants in them. <laughs> what, you, what was he going into the armed services after this? Where's the flood, Triple H? I mean, he should have went like full baggy pants is what he should have done. He should have looked like MC Hammer. Mm. True. Let's get the Zumbas on. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wicked hard. 
Oh my god, this is awesome, Chan. Am I hearing this? Mm. Wow, I didn't realize that was around for that lo this long. This is before they piped in the recorded ones. <laughs> Wonder how many guys now when they're nailing their girls go, This is awesome. You mean eternally? Like why? Like that's uh, I'm sure you gotta appreciate where you're at. Like, I'm I sure some guys that's I usually that chant boring. Wow. And that's why Rob hasn't got laid since his daughter was born now. I usually chant, you deserve it. <laughs> oh, boy. We lost him. That's good. He that cracked himself good. up. I'm here all night. You know, he's still a few years away from the Fight Forever chance starting, though. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Owens saying the same him. thing. Huh? He just bitch slapped him. Yeah. I figured it out. Are they Triple, kiss? Triple H was, must have been <laughs> auditioning for one of the Marine sequels. That's why he's got that crew cut. John Cena looks like he's never thrown a kick in his life. Hmm. That was vicious. Oh, oh boy. And now over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Does he land on his feet or does he actually get hit with it this time? Oh. Or that. So that was almost like a perfect plex like hookup. I think I remember him doing this next move and it was like the first time he ever did it. So it was like at the time watching it, I was, we, we were all like, what the hell is this? Like we didn't realize it was a finisher. But he did use it. I think, you know, I think this is the first time. I mean, before he got to WWE. 
I think he had used it. Really? I don't remember him using right, it. I remember him using cattle mutilation. Right. But I don't remember him using the running name ever before he got that, here. We should assign that to Freddie as homework. <laughs> so. Freddie, we're going to need a thousand words on uh, the first time. <laughs> <laughs> early, early American dragons. Uh. We're going to need a. We're going to need a a, a a a catalog of all Daniel Bryan's moves. So you need to watch every match he's ever done, and we need a catalog of every mm-hmm. every, every move. So uh, and we need it by next week. So you might well you might want to get started. Jeez, look at that shiner on Cena's eye. Yeah, Stay away from a girl named Bella. (laughs) For nothing but trouble. Excellent match. Mm. Clean finish. Will the fans go home happy? I don't think so. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler alert. Ten years later. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, know, telling somebody the end of the movie that came out in the 50s. Mm. I actually once spoiled the end of Citizen Kane for somebody. You probably could have done that for me. Yeah, I've never seen it either, so I, I don't even really? know. Really? No, I yeah. actually, I took art of film in college. I, uh, The teacher had a habit of turning the movie on and leaving. I walked out of that movie three times, kept going to the cafeteria, getting food. I know nothing about it except that he said Rosebud a hundred times. There's like papers and stuff written about what Rosebud was. I know. And I haven't read any of them either, so. There's, there's like episodes of Animaniacs devoted to it. Oh, Jesus. Well, now you're talking my language. It's time for Animaniacs. Gacko, Wacko, and Dot. That's right. Yeah, as soon as you hear that music, just get the frig out of there, you know? Yeah, seriously. Why would you stay? Just why? Nobody pulls off that psychotic look quite like Randy Orton. Mm. That's right. I was at the money in the bank where he won it. Yeah, that was Stevie G's bachelor party. We did money in the bank in Philly. 
So CBG's bachelor party uh, entailed being with large sweaty men. Followed by one of the worst gentlemen's clubs you could go to in Philly. There was some pedigree. Mm. Definitely. I mean, even a storyline as simple as this was missing for a long time until coincidentally Triple H took over creative last year. Smarten up, Dixie. What a sign <laughs> in the back there. You know what I think is funny? I love how they have a graphic up already that he's the new champion. Like, was someone just, did someone set that up, like, oh, no, just in that, case? That's like, like a live should... TV thing. Right, but they should come up and be like, this This is such a surprise. We didn't have a chance to make a graphic. Like, sell it a little more. Yeah, but you know what? When you got major sports Not, like baseball, football, they could throw the graphics up in no time. It, yeah, it would be hard to justify it. I guess. I just. Is, I always think it's funny. Point, I'm like, oh, geez. Just you know, by this point, it's a standard thing. Where, right. yeah, right. That's anyway. a normal Chiron thing. All right. Because this is, what, 2013? So, yeah. so let's wrap this up. Yeah. Okay, so. So thoughts about that match? I mean, the match was still the match was still great. It's I mean, the casting was disappointing, but you know what? The shock value was there Mm -hmm. for back then. Well, speaking of shock value, Mm -hmm. there are some rumors when we get into our NXT uh, Great American Bash picks. I want to discuss a rumor with you guys that I heard. Okay. All right, so let's let's kick this off. So we have uh, an eight-person mixed tag team match. We have Dragon Lee, Nathan Frazier, Ulisa Leon, and Valentina Faraz versus Fados. the Metaphor, which is huh? Fados. Whatever. Know. Nobody cares. Versus the Metaphor, Nomadar, Oro Mensa, Jakara Jackson, and Lash Legend. Why does he, where's like Joe Smith? Does there no more Joe Smiths in wrestling? Does everybody have to have some kind of crazy name? You know, everyone was complaining that everybody's name sounds new, too generic. Now we got some ethnicity to it, and this guy's complaining. <laughs> well, you know, get off my lawn, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so who are you we- picking there, Encyclopedia? Uh, I'm going to pick the metaphor, um, and I think Valentina Feroz is going to eat the pen. 
All right, since I don't know anybody in this match, I'll go with what you said. So you haven't seen Noam Dar with his uh, m missing the Heritage Cup that he lo didn't even actually lose. Oh, it's great. The vignettes of it. Yeah, it's been pretty entertaining. I'm going to have to go back then and look. You, you don't remember? So for those of you that don't watch NXT, uh, you might remember Noam Dar when he was dating Alicia Fuchs. They even made reference to that. Did they? Oh, yeah, I think, uh, Fraser made. So, so did they break up? Did who break up? The girl he was dating, and did they break up? No. You said he was dating somebody, right? Dude, th that was like years ago. On TV. Well, uh, never mind. I was gonna make a joke. I would say he must have fucked up, but never mind. She wasn't. F neither <laughs> one of them are Irish. So forget it. <laughs> He's freaking. What Scottish, I think. All right, whatever. The Scottish matter. supernova, okay. I think he calls himself. We have our. NXT. Wait, Jason didn't pick. Oh, Jason. Oh no, I agree. I agree. It's all right, that's what I thought. I thought he said the metaphor. Okay. All right. And all right, we have. Oh, and uh, Freddie needs to pick that one, so we'll berate yeah. him about that later. Well, that wasn't um, his fault. I, I added it after he made his picks. Yeah. Well, we'll remind him, and he'll forget. It's okay. We have our oh, NXT yeah, North American Championship. We have Dirty Dom Mysterio versus Mustafa Ali. Ali versus Wesley. It's Moose. Uh, no, how Mustafa. did I say it? It's Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa. Yeah, that's it. Thank Mustafa you. Ali. Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. Oh, no, wrong movie. Shit. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good r person. Say it again. <laughs> Mufasa. <laughs> All right, so Freddie picked. Ali, um, I'm going to stick with Dirty Dom. I don't think they're taking the title off of him anytime soon. I agree. I agree. I mean, he's just running with the ball. So, yeah. True. Uh, next match, we have Gable Stevenson versus Baron Corbin. Does anybody give two craps about this match? Because I certainly don't. Uh, the Gable Stevenson fans, maybe. Yeah, it's his so, first match. Uh, right. Freddie has selected Stevenson. I'll go with that too. I don't, whatever. Baron Corbin. I mean, I don't really know how he has still a job. I'm actually a little curious if they'll give give Corbin the win. Actually, have Stevenson lose his first match. Is that where you're going? I think so. I think right. so. I mean, the rumor is Stevenson's not even sure. I mean, I'm sure it's been resolved by now, but. He, want, he was considering going back for one more NCAA title or uh, another Olympic run. So he's basically taken after Kurt Angle. He can't freaking make up his mind. Um, they went and did all these vignettes about the new Baron Corbin. Right, right. All this stuff. I, Stevenson can afford to lose because nobody cares about him anyway. So, yeah, let's go with Corbin. Okay. I I still think it's funny how he like recently crossed paths in uh, Rob's favorite match type of all time, the NXT Underground, with his real life brother Damon Kemp, and they did made no reference to it whatsoever. They're brothers. Yeah, Damon Kemp is his brother. How do you... <laughs> like, why would you not use that? The, well, that's why there was the reaction when when uh, Eddie. Well, Jesus Christ! I just said his name a second sure. ago. When Eddie Thorne uh, had Gable Steveson 
like join him there was the crowd was like oh and i was like wow he's gonna go against his brother and i expected a full-blown heel turn on it but it didn't happen all right we have a weapons wild match blair davenport versus roxanne perez and uh, el Oso has selected roseanne uh, roxanne perez mm-hmm. i'll go with that too i don't know i don't care about this match either you don't care about any of these matches. No, I don't. I don't really. I watch NXT every once in a blue moon. So my my picks are more I, guesses than anything else. This is going to be blasphemy, I'm sure, by this, a certain fan base. But honestly, I think NXT has done a better job of storytelling the last several months than Dynamite. It's not, a, it's not like a scorching take. I think it's a pretty fair take. All right. I appreciate that. Like, I, I look at the collision results every week, and I'm like, is there any storylines going on here, or are we just throwing matches out left and right? I, I think a lot of times that's what they do. Yeah. I think Dynamite is the only show that has any kind of semblance of angles. I think Collision and Rampage are just matches. But even Dynamite, like, I, I so I told the transparency, I didn't watch the last night's episode, but I did read the results, and I'm like, and they were talking about... Stuff that happened on Dynamite that was referencing a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Well, it's like, how many people saw that? And they didn't replay any of it. They just assumed you watched it. And it's like one of the biggest things. I mean, we complained that WWE replays things to hell. But at least you can't go in there saying, they didn't try to educate me on why we're at this point. Yeah. AEW, meanwhile, it's like, oh, yeah. And at least AEW, at least it's all stuff that's like actual TV. Because for a while, they were like referencing stuff on from Be The Elite. Yeah, AEW, they seem to put down the match and say, oh, well, maybe we can get some story connected to the match, whereas WWE, they're trying to have stories, especially now you're seeing it, where they're trying to have some sort of storyline and then book the matches to help progress the story. It's I think it's just two different schools of thought, and yeah. they're like, hey, we got a cool match idea. All right, AEW. I think Dynamite was, has been doing a good job. But then last night's show like screeched to a halt. Like they had AR Fox turn on Darby Allen with no advanced warning whatsoever. He wrestled Orange Cassidy, he lost, and when he after the match he punched Orange Cassidy in the face. Darby Allen came out and yelled at him. So that he was embarrassing him. And then Darby Allen comes out to wrestle, swerves Strickland, and AR Fox turns on him immediately. So it all happened within one episode. Like they didn't even play it out over a couple of weeks. Right. Not that that's such a major angle, but it's still the point is like they just Moved it along for convenience sake rather than actually trying to think things through. Yeah, let, let me And check. after the, oh. the last pay-per-view, there doesn't seem to be any semblance like, what's next now? What's happening? Right, right. Except Jack Perry. That's the only thing. Well, and then everything MJF else, and Adam like, Where's Wardlow been? And, well, MJF and Adam Cole. That's true. That is a fun story. Well, well, Wardlow, yeah, I mean, people but, forget Wardlow's not the TNT champion anymore. It's Luchasaurus. But, right. But I mean, he hasn't even been on TV. Exactly. Like, where is he? Right. You know? Right. Right, bro, okay. bro, bro. Let me tell you what Vince Russo said. It's all about the wrestling now, and there's no storyline. That's why they can't, bro, get the ratings and get the casual fans back. I hate wrestling now. I only watch it because I'm paid to. This is what he did for an entire hour with Chris Van Vliet. Oh, uh, that's that almost spot on. I know. That is a, that is a great Russo. You even and, threw around the, the right amount of bros. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was missing a few there, but 
Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't think you can ever have enough bros. So <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll go ba- going back to the match pick. I- I'm going to agree with you and say Roxanne Perez because for some reason <laughs> they love her to death. Yeah, I, I think she needs a win. I lump her. I lump her in with Wesley. I just don't get him. Like Roxanne, it's like oh, I want to help this little girl, and I'm gonna make it in wrestling one day, yay! And then Booker T, yo, she's got it going, and you know, I'm not even gonna try to imitate Booker T. Forget it. Then we might get Jason doing another rant about the match with Triple H at WrestleMania. So I wasn't even gonna think about it. You guys all talk about that match so much. It's you know what's like funny I about you know, you know what's book. funny about Booker T? If I, I can't, Many things. I, I like listening to him, but when I try to read like a transcript of what he says. I get a headache. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Because I can't figure out, like, he, he's all over the place and he uses words in the wrong way. And I'm like, what are you saying, dude? He doesn't Just, even know. Like, can you do it in 10 words or less? Mm-hmm. No. I feel like if you're not from Houston, you can't read a Booker T transcript and, and keep your mind. In I keep waiting for Shawn Michaels to come out and go, I can speak jive. <laughs> Why don't we have Vince McMahon make another inappropriate racist comment? All right. Shucky ducky quack quack sucker. The NXT tag team title match. We have Gallus versus the D'Angelo family. Just to confirm, Jason, you did pick Roxanne, right? Because I I did write that down for you. Okay. He said it. He said he he went along with us. I'm going to pick Freddie picked the D'Angelo family. I Mm -hmm. guess I'll do that too. I'm I'm agreeing that storyline. Yeah, it's actually been a pretty interesting storyline. They had yeah. Tony D'Angelo in jail for the last several months, and yeah, that was kind of fun. That yeah, and, kind that, of fun what they did. and then it looked like Stax had made a deal with Gallus that he was actually, I guess, gonna double cross Tony D'Angelo. And then the only thing that was corny was when they were having the match, and Tony D comes out over the speakers in the middle of the match and is like, "Gallus, we fooled you." <laughs> I was like, why would you he do that no during snitch. the match? He ain't no snitch. <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm going with D'Angelo family too. I, I, Long I overdue. Like Long yeah, overdue, overdue and more compelling than Gallus. I still don't understand what they see in Gallus. I could say that about half the people they push on NXT lately. I don't think they're bad in the ring. I just, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Hands. What I do see something in is the NXT Women's Champion, Tiffany Stratton. Toodles. Let's I know what you want to see in her. Ludwig <laughs> Kaiser is a lucky man. I'm sorry, wait, wait, wait. Ludwig Kaiser. Well, you're full of impressions tonight, huh? I know, I know. Did y'all catch I... Corey Graves calling the Ludwig Kaiser match in Ludwig Kaiser's voice? Yes. I, I just thought that was great. <laughs> Anyway, so it's a submission anyway. match against Thea Hale, who she's got potential, but she is so over the top, like she does too much. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm I'm picking I'm, Tiffany here. As so Freddie. Freddie, and so will I. Okay. Yeah, I'm picking Tiffany too, and I'm much like you felt like with Gallus. I feel very similar about Tiffany Stratton. Really? Except the only thing I. The only thing I really like about her is that she knows what her character is. Mm-hmm. But Ring, I think she's okay. You know, she has a good opponent. She's okay. It's the blasphemy. I know it, Reverend. She she always talks about her Tiffany epiphany, and you just like no, the epiphany is not. I love rhyming. Thing. 
it's it's not that. It's just I ain't buying it yet. All but, right. you know, she's All gonna right. have it for a while. Well, what I am buying is both competitors in the NXT championship match, Carmelo Hayes and Ilya Dragunov. All right. Oh, yeah. So earlier you remember I talked about a rumor I heard. Okay, go for it. I've read it in more than one place. The rumor I've read is that the winner of this match, which most likely will be Hayes, is uh, that Damian Priest is going to cash in his Money in the Bank title or briefcase uh. and win the NXT championship. Uh. And that, that clears the way for Finn Balor. So Finn Balor, like that, that'll, that kind of settles that dispute for a while if they don't want the Judgment Day to like turn on each other. Now, like I said, I read about it. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if I necessarily believe it. But uh, it, it, Judgment Day has been all over NXT lately, and that would just yeah. be another way to keep them on that show. I... And at the same time, Carmelo could move up to the main roster. So that's the rumor I read. But take it so for what it's worth. With that rumor, okay, I'm not saying I'm buying into it fully, but along with that rumor has been the rumored remake of the Hurt Business with Lashley, the Street Profits, and possibly a Carmelo Hayes. That's what the rumor was. Yeah, that he would go up to the main roster and, and join the new uh, the new super team. Yeah. Um. So I want to see all of. I want to see Judgment Day in that top position, and maybe this helps him do it. I don't know. I... If they're trying to elevate NXT and using the money in the bank cash in on that, that's cool. But I don't know. I feel like it won't have enough eyes on it. It's not original. Charlotte did it. But you know what? She made it a WrestleMania match. So that made it like a. Oh wait, no, or was that? No, you're yeah, right. Yeah, that's what you're right. It, made the, it, that brought it. That elevated it. It just happened to be the wrong year to do that. But yeah, that was the that was the WrestleMania with the the biggest fan of all time. That's right. That's right. I'm waiting for right, it well, to go. Ugh. Okay, so cash in aside, you know we're we're speculating at this point. Who do we think is going to win the actual match? So Jason, you I think you were. You were saying you think maybe Dragonoff's going to win? I think there's a chance Dragonoff could win, and I'm going to pick him. Um, I, I can see any kinds of thing happening to cause Carmelo Hayes. Even the stuff with Trick that went on last week, this past week, there's a million reasons he could lose that match and end up on SmackDown. I mean... The hell that Dragunov puts himself through, he really deserves the NXT title. But I don't know if he's going to beat Carmelo. Like I, 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 what I guess what I'm debating in my mind is: Do I think Carmelo's going up to the main roster? Because if I think he is, then Dragunov's an easy pick, right? But if he's not, and to me, there should this could be a series of matches. I'd love to see them in like a last man standing. Because I love to see what they could do to each other, you know what I mean. And I don't think Carmelo could hang with Dragonoff in that arena. I think I don't. I think Dragonoff's like a Terminator. You just keep hitting him and beating him, and he just keeps getting up. So I would love to see a series of matches, but I don't think that's the case. So I guess I'm gonna stick with Carmelo Hayes. 
It was actually interesting uh, as I was been catching up on NXT. It was basically what you guys, uh, specifically the Reverend, said about Ilya Dragunov. He just puts himself through God knows what. Um, and you wonder how the hell he's still in the match. One of the things that has started bothering me about him is I also realize it takes him about two-thirds of the match before he actually starts selling his opponent's moves because, like... Mm -hmm. Like he gets hit with some, he gets hit with like some massive clothesline. He jumps up, gets his move in, and then collapses. Like it's weird, you know. But his matches are all still exciting. Um, I think the rumor of Carmelo Hayes, and I think I think Bobby Lashley actually. I don't know if it was on a digital stream or if it was during Raw. I can't remember, but I could have sworn he crossed paths with them recently when they were in Orlando for a SmackDown. I believe it was. A few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Now, that said, I don't see why Carmelo Hayes couldn't retain the NXT championship. We've seen it happen before. I think Kevin Owens was the first. I don't see why Carmelo Hayes couldn't retain the title and still be involved in that faction for a bit. So I'm going to go with Carmelo Hayes to retain. See, yeah. I I think Ilya Dragunov, if this match was happening maybe at the next event, which was just announced today, NXT No Mercy, in the end of September, I think... Then we could start talking about Carmelo Hayes losing the title, but I don't think we're there yet. So I think the problem is we don't really know what NXT is. Is NXT on the same level as Raw and SmackDown? Is it a minor league? Is like they they seem to blur the lines, but they don't really tell you. You know, like is Baron Corp like they when Judgment Day shows up, it's like oh they're showing up in NXT, but when Baron Corbin shows up, they say oh well it's a demotion. It's like him getting back to his roots. So so like. You get mixed messages depending on who shows up where. And then they've had some of the titles disappear. Like now NXT doesn't have a women's tag title, but they have a men's tag. Like it doesn't make a lot of sense how they manage NXT and what it actually is. I always thought it was a minor league. But if Baron Corbin and uh, Ali and those guys in Judgment Day are showing up on the show and winning belts and doing stuff, it really can't be considered a minor league, right? Mm. So... Maybe a third brand, but I still think it's below Raw and SmackDown. And I think they made that abundantly clear. I mean, you get uh, like the Ali's, the Corbins, even we had Finn Balor a couple years ago. Um, Apollo Crews was another one. I think they go back there to kind of reboot and reshape their characters, you know, experiment a little bit. So to me, it's still a third brand developmental. All right, so Judgment Day might be winning big matches, but who's the one really challenging for the NXT titles? It's it's not Finn. It's not Damian Priest. It's not Rhea Ripley. They might be having matches, but it's Dominic Mysterio. What was Dominic Mysterio doing on the main roster? Yeah, he's getting booed out of the building. He's got some great toxic heat going on, but he's losing left and right. When was the last? I think he's won one match on the main roster in the last several months. Didn't he beat Ziggler? Oh, that's an accomplishment. Beat Sami Zayn. That 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 I I said he won one match recently. <laughs> there you go. That's a pretty big match. That's a big match. I, and also with Dumb, I, I'm thinking about it. I think they handled him right. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the worst thing they could have done was have him start in NXT. I don't I think. No, I, mean, I think he should have started in NXT. I I, I, I think, think so too. I think it worked out exactly as it should. And I don't. I'm not saying that it's intentional. Like they saw this happening with him. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying I think it worked out for more people his his career path. But it was a happy accident. Exactly. Yes. That's fine. That's most of wrestling. I don't know. Like, I don't know. 
wrestling is happy accidents. 90 other guys, it might have failed. So, like, 99 out of 100 times, it fails. The one time it gets yeah. it right, you can't, like, you don't want that. But those, that aren't, that's not the odds you want. Well, and With how many things is that true? I mean, most of them are by chance. Look, let's be honest. When did anyone really give a damn about Dom? I mean, the whole run with his father, everyone was screaming nepotism. He should have been in NXT. I would agree with that. He didn't really start finding himself until he turned on his father. Yeah. yeah. Which he couldn't have done if he was in NXT. He would have sure been called up at some point. He could have started off in NXT and, and got his bones and then right. moved up to the main roster. Right. He was learning. Uh, I mean, we, we say that sometimes you got to bring them up to get to that next level. You know, there's only so much they could get in NXT. He never got that NXT experience. I don't. I, I just don't agree. I mean, okay. I think the honestly, because he's a part of a wrestling family, I think that puts him further ahead than mm-hmm. a lot of people because he's been around wrestling since the day he was born. But any other guy that could have failed miserably. Yeah. So, I don't think that's the that's the blueprint the blueprint you want. I'm I not saying you want it's most people to run through NXT first. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's a blueprint and it's how they should approach it. I'm just saying in this instance, it worked out better than they could have imagined, and that's good. So he didn't need to be there because this was this worked for him. I mean, it worked for Judgment Day. It, mm-hmm. Somehow he added something to that group that made them all kind of have a little bit more chemistry together, and that makes them a viable group. So yeah, it's it's pretty uh, pretty decent. But also, just to what you guys were saying about um, Hayes. Uh, and and hurt business and stuff and being on both shows, that's really true. And I didn't think about it that way. And it makes me want to change my pick to Carmelo Hayes. So I'm going to change my pick to Carmelo Hayes. Yes. What I think is funny about this whole uh, cash in is like Damien Priest never brings up Roman Reigns at all. Like, that would be the easiest fix for him and Finn, right? He doesn't have to go after Seth Rollins. He could go after Roman Reigns. I wanted that so bad. I wanted but, him to show on SmackDown. You know, and, and that, to me, like, they're all like, you know, well, we'll see what happens. I'm like, no, all he has to do is challenge somebody else. and it's, It wouldn't be a problem, you know? So, to me, it's, I get the point. I mean, I understand they're trying to build that feud between the two of them, and, and I totally understand it. I'm just saying I thought it was interesting that that never came up as a solution, like, Rhea Ripley didn't go like you know. There's a another champion like sitting right over there. You could just challenge for that one, you know. And the the one time year he defends the belt, you could go after it, you know. I don't know if you caught this online. Um, I think it was WWE that posted it. I guess they were doing a show in Mexico, and it was Damian Priest walking by all these like real life. You know, they were like real life height of these particular stars and all the sports stars. And he was, Carrying himself, and the last one there was Roman Reigns, and he looks at the Roman Reigns one, and then he looks at his briefcase, and he looks at the Roman Reigns one, and just starts teasing it online. I want them to do it on the show, but I do think there's time for that. He's only had that thing for a month now. I'm just saying that would be a pretty cool shock, right? If Roman yeah. like just finishes defending the title, and then all of a sudden the music hits, and Damien Priest comes out, and you're like, oh, whoa, wait, 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 what? <laughs> And now you get Judgment Day on three shows. And I mean, I don't know if he wins or not, but I mean, it would be pretty cool just to see it. Yeah. But even like, if he just teases it and Roman gets the hell out of Dodge. 
I mean, it's the same thing. They're doing the same thing with EO, too. I mean, they're not even talking about her challenging for the SmackDown title. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is the Money in the Bank just a Raw thing? No, no, no. EO's been... EO is involved. Yes, as a matter of fact, no. Her and Bailey teased a cash-in, what, last week? Or two weeks ago, they teased a cash-in. On SmackDown? Yeah, on SmackDown. In the middle of the feuding with... um. With um, Charlotte and Bianca, like EO came in, EO and Bailey came in, and I think they took Charlotte out, took out Charlotte on the outside, and then took out Oscar, or Oscar was still out because she got put through the table or whatever happened. EO rolled her in and told Bailey to cash in the briefcase to give in the briefcase, and they teased it, teased it, teased it. Oscar hit her with the mist and ran off with the belt. I so, must yeah. have missed that one. Then all right, I'll take that back then. I stand corrected. The devil can't be everywhere all at once. I think I had some children to, to uh, abduct or something like that or kill. You know, I don't know. I was busy. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jason's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm kidding, everyone. I'm kidding. I just didn't see that SmackDown. Father right. of the Year award right there after those comments. Hey, you know, what can I do? So you. Priest gets right. offended by what, how you talk about children and all with that. <laughs> anyway. I'll say a few Hail Marys and now or whatever's and all that kind of crap. Okay. Um, is that it? We have anything else we want to bring up? Oh. Uh, go, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, someone came back from across the pond and brought back a treat which I'll be enjoying as I've teased many, many times, brought back a can of the Heinz macaroni cheese. Notice the lack of and. It's just macaroni cheese. And you'll notice the lack of flavor when you break it open. Oh, I can't wait. I might I might eat it straight out of the can. I don't know. Obviously, you know, call social services to come give me some help. Promise me if it glows, you won't eat it. <laughs> I might I might make it more appetizing. I don't know. You already had a colonoscopy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might you might get another one. <laughs> See the doctor is like, hey, what happened, man? All right, I'm I'm gonna need a full report once you finally eat that. Oh no, he's doing it live during the podcast next week. Oh. Yeah, wait. Week? Well, well, I was gonna say next week, but I would wait for this heat wave to pass. Oh, I can't. No, I can't be doing that in this hot weather. Uh, we gotta, we gotta announce this ahead of time so our loyal fans know when to listen in and hear you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they want to hear the nine one one call. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. had it. I've had at least six cans of the stuff. It's, it's. I'm still here, but maybe I got a steel stomach. I don't know. I have a very high standard. Jason, it'll be amazing that we'll 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 be recording your last your last yeah. words. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I I feel bad because I don't want my family to know this is how I went out. Like, <laughs> Jason, I got a, I got a seat for you right over here, buddy. Nice and warm. <laughs> you should have seen me present this to him yesterday in the office while he had this look of this big smile on his face because he knew what was coming, and everyone's like, "What what is this?" <laughs> 
And before we could happy? even talk about it and the fact that I've had this thing before and where I got it, he had already texted it to you and Freddie, the photo. Felt <laughs> well, uh, like a was kid there? again. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny. You should get it blessed before you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> he can bless it himself. He's the good reverend. That's right. I don't want the can to burn up. I, don't know. I, I would think I would think you'd want to say do some confession too, just in case. Yeah. I'll um, you know, make a, a final accounting of all my affairs before I uh, <laughs> break into this stuff. So yeah, look forward to that, everybody. Oh boy. All right, and also look for the poll for our last Summerfest watch along next week and we will also be making our SummerSlam picks so we thank you all for listening it's Sports Frenzy Podcast on Instagram Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter and the Sports Frenzy Podcast page on Facebook we thank you all for listening have an awesome weekend everybody in the words of Freddie who couldn't be with us tonight peace